Welcome to the Breezy Babies Podcast, where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 76, Feeding Two at Once. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey there, friend. How are you? How are you doing today? I may sound a little different today as you're listening to this recording because I had to find a new location to record because my baby is taking a nap in my room and my six-year-old is playing down in the basement with his friend. And so neither of those are good spots to record. So I had to find a new empty bedroom to record in today. So it might sound a little bit different, but you know, that's just how it goes. Um, being a mom, right? You just have to roll with the punches and this was my time to record, so here I am because I wanted to make sure that you had a fresh new episode to listen to on Tuesday. And thanks so much for listening in. I love seeing the hundreds and hundreds of downloads um, that come through every single week um, and thousands every month. So it's so fun to think about all of you that are listening to this podcast. And thank you every time that you share it with a friend, whether you tell a friend about it or you share it on your Instagram or you leave me a review, all those things really help to keep me going here on this podcast and keep lots of great information coming to you today. Um, I believe this was, I'm almost hundred percent positive. This was a request that came through, um, by one of you. I've had this podcast episode topic on the back burner for a little bit. I just kept pushing it back and, you know, moving up other topics. And finally I was like, okay, it's time to do this topic. (laughs) I need to stop pushing it back because it's a good one. It's all about feeding two babies at once. Now, this could be either breastfeeding twins Or it could also apply to tandem feeding, meaning you are breastfeeding a baby, a newborn, and also your older child, like a toddler. Usually it's most commonly seen with like a newborn and a toddler. Um, Either of those would be applicable to what we're talking about today, but it's going to be very, very specific to twins. Now, I know not everyone listening to this is going to have twins because um, while twins are more common these days, more than ever with things like um, fertility treatment, fertility drugs, things like that, I still know that the vast majority of you are having singletons, (laughs) meaning one baby at a time. So here's the thing. Um, you will find applicable bits of information in this podcast episode. Even if you just have one baby, um, you will find helpful bits of information. If you're tandem feeding, like I mentioned just a minute ago, um, you'll find helpful bits of information. If you have a baby in the NICU, 
or you're likely to have a baby in the NICU. If you're listening to this while you're still pregnant, or you know what, if you just want to thrive in the fourth trimester, AKA postpartum, then yes, you will find applicable bits of information in this podcast episode. But hey, if you are a mama of twins, especially if you're pregnant with twins right now, you just hit the jackpot. (laughs) This is going to be a really great, helpful podcast episode for you today. And if you're listening and you know a mama who's expecting twins or recently had twins, then this is the perfect episode to share with her. Um, and there's always a little button in Apple podcast. If you're listening to this in Apple podcast, where you just click on that and you can send an episode straight to, um, someone in a message or an email. It's so easy to do. So here we go. Let's dive in and chat. I want to give you my top three tips because, Hey, I don't know how much longer my baby's going to be napping for. <laughs> and while my husband, he, he works from home, so he's really good to step in and help out. And, um, so I know that he'll be listening in as well, but you know what, if you hear a baby crying in the background, <laughs> that means it may be time to wrap up this episode pretty soon. So let's do it. Let's dive in. All right. So tip number one for you when it comes to feeding two babies at once is breast milk is especially important for multiples. Okay. So I did tell you that this episode would really be specific to twins. And the thing is that when, um, when twins are born, they are often very small at birth, smaller than average babies, not always, But if you can imagine you have, um, two babies inside your belly, (laughs) um, you know, a lot of times they can only get so big. And a lot of times they are born prematurely sometimes before 37 weeks. So they can be really, really tiny. Um, and even when moms make it past 37 weeks and are considered full term twins are just, you know, really notorious for being smaller at birth. So what does that mean? That means that your babies could really benefit from all the health benefits that breast milk provides. Breast milk is going to be especially important for your little baby if they are premature. So, um, that's going to be a huge perk of providing breast milk. And the other thing is that breast milk is not just about providing nutrition, It also is about bonding. Breastfeeding is going to help you create a special bond with each of your babies. And that's so easily done through breastfeeding because that is a prescribed time every couple hours throughout the day where you slow down, you sit down with your baby or your babies, you are looking at them, you're talking to them, they are up close next to you. Um, you are doing skin to skin, even if it's not full on, you know, like baby on your chest, you still are connecting skin to skin with your baby or babies when you breastfeed. Um, even if it's just, you know, their mouth (laughs) and little cheek that's against your breast, that is still some skin to skin time. 
And that can be extra important when you are getting to know your baby. And especially if you have two of them, you can create a unique and special bond with each one of them. So, okay, here's the thing. Breastfeeding is a big learning curve. And even if you just have one baby, it's, it's tricky. Um, now if you have two babies, you're going to want to give yourself even a longer runway to learn how to breastfeed. You're going to want to give yourself some extra grace (laughs) because not only is this new for you, but this is new for baby A and baby B as well. That's a lot of different people in the mix. Okay. So a pro tip right here is you want to limit visitors unless you really feel comfortable nursing uncovered, um, or pumping uncovered in front of your guests. You're just going to want to say, Hey, just don't even come over the first month or two. Um, unless you're bringing over a meal, unless you're coming to do some housework, Um, that's, that's pretty much it. (laughs) And again, that's that rule, that pro tip really is applicable to everyone's postpartum experience. Your job in the fourth trimester is to not entertain visitors. Your job is to not sit and carry on a conversation while someone's holding your babies and you know, you're dying for a nap and your toilets really need to be scrubbed and you have nothing prepared for dinner. (laughs) That is not your job. So don't feel like you need to um, entertain, just limit visitors from the beginning. You want to try and stay together, stay close to your babies so that you can put in an order for a good milk supply. Now, twins are more likely to go to the NICU, um, the neonatal intensive care unit in the hospital, um, just because they're more likely to be born early. So you may not be able to hold your babies right away after birth, sometimes even for a while after birth, depending on how the delivery went. But when possible, I highly recommend for you to do kangaroo mother care. Now, let me explain what that is, because this is really important for everyone, but especially for moms of twins. I want you to imagine a little baby kangaroo and a mama kangaroo. How does she carry around her baby? in her pouch all day long. She throws that baby in the pouch. I mean, honestly, I don't really know that much about kangaroos. (laughs) Never watched a mama kangaroo all day long with her baby. But I do know that mama kangaroos carry their babies around in the pouch all day long. I want you to think of yourself as a mama kangaroo. You want to be together skin to skin with your baby on your chest as much as possible. And especially if you have twins, if you can keep both of them on your, on your chest, you are going to be so much better off. Not only, um, are your babies going to be better regulated as they heal and, um, try and, um, graduate, I guess is a good word for from the NICU. Um, but it's also going to be so important for you because the closer you are to your baby, the more likely you are to meet your breastfeeding goals. Now, um, that's not always possible right away, especially with twins. If they're in the NICU, you may not 
be able to hold them straight on your chest. A lot of times you can, especially if you talk with the staff, if you talk with your nurse, um, sometimes it can be a little inconvenient if they have different tubes and, you know, things that, um, you need to work around to hold your baby on your chest, but don't let that inconvenience stop you from doing skin to skin. It's so, so important. Talk with your nurse and just say, Hey, is there any way that we could hold these babies on my chest? We would really love to do that. It's a really important part of our plan so that we can still meet our breastfeeding goals and bond with our babies. And a lot of times you can do that. Now there are some times where you won't be able to hold your baby on your chest and that's okay. I want you to focus on just stroking your baby or touching your babies, um, doing resting hands, um, just resting your hands on top of your babies. All of that will be great to do in the meantime. And if your baby is not able to be straight at the breast, then make sure that you're protecting your supply with hand expression and also with a breast pump, a hospital grade breast pump. Okay. That's going to be really important to keep the milk moving until your baby or babies can do the work for you. All right. Tip number two, you can make enough breast milk. Um, the amazing thing is, is that mother, uh, mothers of multiples experience more breast development during pregnancy. So chances are that even if you're a mom of twins and maybe you had a baby before and you could barely make enough breast milk for them, chances are that even if you do get pregnant with twins down the line, you still can make enough breast milk for both babies. Remember that your bodies work a hundred percent on supply and demand, whatever you ask of your body, it can make that. And that's true for most moms. Of course, there are situations where, um, health history needs to be taken into account to be sure that a mom is capable of having a full milk supply, but for the majority of parents, they can make enough breast milk for two babies. And the same is true for tandem feeding. So let's say that you are feeding a newborn and a toddler. You can make them enough breast milk for both. Just make sure that you are prioritizing your newborn first. That little newborn gets all first dibs and then your toddler gets second dibs after that. Now you're going to be feeding at least eight times in 24 hours. So be sure to pump at least that often if you're separated from your baby. But remember that many newborns feed 10 to 16 times in 24 hours. <laughs> so yes, your full-time job is going to be breastfeeding, but remember this doesn't last forever. Give it at least a month for things to start to feel a little bit natural a little bit more normal and for also to feel like you are just not constantly breastfeeding around the clock. Now, my little one right now, she just turned um, one month old and it still feels like my full-time job is breastfeeding. I'm not going to lie. It feels like we're constantly breastfeeding day and night, but the nice thing is, is that she's gotten so much better at her latch. Instead of having to try multiple times to get one good latch, she can pop on pretty easily. And that makes it easier if we ever need to leave the house as well. Um, I can latch her on pretty easily. Uh, pretty much anywhere. <laughs> but of course with twins that always can take a little bit longer because you're having to practice with two babies in this situation. 
Okay. The last thing I want to tell you to kind of wrap up tip number two is look after yourself. You're going to be burning a lot of calories <laughs> making milk for two babies. So make sure that you're eating, you're nourishing your body, drink to thirst, make sure you're able to get some rest. And to do those things, you very likely may need to hire a housekeeper or a postpartum doula. You may need to look into um, a meal service. Um, I've recently found this new company that puts together 10 um, freeze, um, not freeze dried. It's um, these packaged meals that come in the freezer that has like all the oxygen sucked out of the bags. <laughs> I can't remember what that's called right now off the top of my head, but they deliver all 10 meals that go straight into my freezer and it has made preparing meals so much easier in this postpartum period. So I'm sure you have something like that in your area as well. So while you're pregnant, try and set aside a little bit of money for things like this. Um, you can also find a babysitter or put together play dates if you have older kids so that you can really focus on these new babies, um, at least in those beginning weeks and months. Um, and that is going to make your transition so much easier. All right. Tip number three is there will be some differences with two babies. <laughs> For example, when it comes time to leave the house, you will quickly find that, um, maybe you can't carry two car seats, especially when you're still recovering after birth. Maybe you had a C-section with twins. There is no way that you are going to be able to carry two car seats by yourself. <laughs> really? I don't think I could carry two car seats at any point in my postpartum period. Um, so you are going to need some alternatives. So get kind of creative. Maybe you could wear one baby in a wrap or a carrier and push the other one in a stroller. Um, you will have to think of some things like this or have a helper with you, um, so that you can still get to your appointments at your pediatrician's office, or maybe you just need to get out of the house and go on a walk with your babies. Um, so if you don't have a double stroller, again, you can wear one and push the other in a single stroller, <laughs> just get creative with it. Um, another difference that you're going to notice with two babies is positioning. And when it comes to positioning, the sky is the limit. Um, you can do things like the double football hold. Okay. You can have one baby on your right side and one baby on your left side, and you're holding them both and they can breastfeed at the same time. You could also lay them both on their right side and do a cradle hold, kind of like a double cradle hold. Really anything goes um, but I would really recommend to try and get to the point where you can feed both babies at the same time, <laughs> because already your full-time job is going to be breastfeeding. And if you are breastfeeding one and then breastfeeding the other, it's going to be time to breastfeed the first one again. And then it's going to be time to breastfeed the second one again. So I would say that's a great goal to try and work towards getting them on the same feeding schedule. So you can feed them at the same time. You're going to want to latch one and then latch the other. I do recommend latching the trickier one first while you have both hands and then latching the one that has a little bit easier time second. And you're going to need a helper in the beginning, but you'll get it down to where you can latch both babies and feed them at the same time. Um, 
So another tip about this, about feeding both babies is what I've seen most commonly is, um, families love to assign one baby to one boob for 24 hours and then swap after that. Um, some will just swap every feed, but that can be a little tricky to keep track of sometimes. So really you can do whatever works for you, whatever, um, sounds like a good plan, but I do recommend switching them at some point. Why is that? Because you don't want to keep one baby always on the right best breast and one baby always on the left breast because you want to make sure that each baby in each breast is getting equal stimulation. When your baby is always laying on her left side, then that um, has an effect on their development because then they can always just see you out of their right eye. So it's really good to switch sides so that your baby is getting equal stimulation and just to make sure that their body um, and their alignment is developing correctly. And also so that your breasts are getting equal stimulation, because chances are you might have one baby that is a little bit of a stronger eater in the beginning. So switching off, you know, every feed or every 24 hours is something that I would highly recommend. Whew. All right. That was a lot of information. Again, those top three tips were number one, breast milk is important for multiples. Number two is you can make enough breast milk. And number three was there will be some differences with two babies. Sounds like my little baby is ready to eat. So I am going to run, but I do want to tell you really quick that if you want to work one-on-one -on -one with me, I have consultations open again. That includes in-person consultations, but also telehealth, because I know that many of you are not local to Northern Utah. So the good news is, is that I can chat with you anywhere you live. I've chatted with moms all over the world, not just even in, in the United States and help them to meet their lactation goals, whether it's returning to work, um, even with positioning or troubles with latching, we can do that on telehealth, um, and also weaning as well. So, um, if you go to the show notes or to breezybabies.com, there's a link where you can check to see if your insurance will cover up to six consults with me. If not, I do accept healthcare spending accounts and flex spending accounts or just self-pay options as well. And do you want to know what my number one seller is on my website? It's personalized pumping plans. Those are my specialty to help you go back to work with ease. So there you have it. I hope that you have a great day. You're doing great work. Of course, I want to leave you with you are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. You are a good friend to all catch you next time. Bye.